And good morning, everyone. It's wonderful Saturday here. I know we've had the Rin Fest that we've been filming. I was there last weekend. DJ was there this weekend, and we did some interviews and posted them. And like I said, the only one that I really wasn't comfortable with was my interview with the Falconer because the sound just didn't come out. And I guess, like I said, I was a little bit nervous with the birds being there with that little microphone. You never know especially birds of prey and how strong they are. But other than that, everything's going good here. Amy and Stephanie. And first, Stephanie, welcome as a guest co-host today. Welcome, <laughs> Stephanie. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. My pleasure. <laughs> and we love having we have... you on. You're welcome yes, anytime. <laughs> I love it. Thank you very much. And of course, we have Amy here, who's actually our guest instead of a co-host, which is going to be interesting. Can't really, <laughs> I'm going to really... play both roles, man. I'm going to play both <laughs> roles. I'm going to half interview myself and, you know, make fun of myself and answer your questions at the same time. That's the <laughs> talent right there. She's going to be multitasking big time. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to talk with you guys about everything that Abundantly Social has going on. So yeah. I'm, I'm all set. I'm ready for it. Are you sure? I mean, I, mean, I, I can be. <laughs> I am. You know, honestly, it's really to the point where if I'm not ready for it, then we're going to wing it and you won't know. Okay. Like you just, we're going to make it where you don't know. But no, I'm excited. So Abundantly Social is doing 12 days of insaneness is what I call it. But it's actually <laughs> called uh, the 12 days of page turners. And what it is, is we have over 40 different authors and different genres, different themes, all of those coming on for 11 straight days, the first 11 days of December. They're going to come on. There will be a different three to four authors each night at 7 p.m. Central. They're going to be talking to you about their book, why they wrote it, the inspiration behind it, you know, and also, you know, the holidays are coming and what better gift to give someone than a book. So they all are running holiday specials. They all are going to tell us what they have coming in the new year for you to look forward to. Some of them just finished up their, their series or trilogies or they're starting another one. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. I did a meet and greet with them last Monday and Wednesday morning. And I am just going to throw out there, I'm already going to be broke on myself for the holidays because all <laughs> of their books are fantastic. I cannot wait to kind of dive in. Um, I will say one of the coolest things that happened was Monday night. We have a, an author named Mary Hamilton who's wrote a book called The Pendant. You heard some more about that on December 5th. But actually, some of the authors that are also participating in the 12 Days have read her book. So it was pretty interesting. They were like fangirling because they got to meet the author of the book that they've read and that she's going to be on. And so it was just, uh, it was like, I don't know, I was just astonished that authors get shot like, you know, starstruck with other author books that they've read, you know, so it was, it was interesting and amazing. And I mean, we have anything from dark high fantasy to nonfiction about health, all the way to, you know, uh, psychological thrillers to a sci-fi mystery thriller. We have all kinds of genres. And, you know, usually Abundantly Social only does it for our membership group, you know, through the eyes of authors and they come on and talk about their books. Um, but this year, you know, with 2020 being so hard for everybody, especially, you know, small businesses, entrepreneurs, authorpreneurs, you know, it was a really 
huge hit for everybody in 2021. You know, we were kind of recovering from it and, you know, we're still in the process of doing that. So we opened it up to everybody and we had probably 70 submissions. And I was like, I can't manage 70 authors in 11 days. Um, so we narrowed it down. I think we're at like 42, 43. Um, but yeah, so the first 11 days, it's going to be three to four different authors every night. And then on the 12th day, it will be all 42 plus authors again coming on to talk about their uh, special. We have goodies for everyone that's participating. We have some authors that are wanting to do giveaways for the listeners and, and viewers of it. Um, so, you know, it's just going to be a fun time and it's just exposing you to different genres and different authors, indie, small press. However, you know, you decided to publish a book, you know, it, we have everybody there. And so it's, it's my way of giving back. I love working with authors and, you know, we really reading and getting away and escaping to other universes and planets and you know, getting into the mind of a serial killer, all of these things, however you choose to escape reality, no judgment, yeah. promise, you know, <laughs> is one of the greatest gifts I feel like we can give people. And I know, you know, there's a lot of people that only read New York Times bestsellers or USA Today bestsellers. And those are fantastic books. But there's some incredible books that are indie or self-published or small press published, you know, and they are amazing. I mean, you can go on Amazon and some of the books that we have have over 50 reviews and they're all five stars. And they were, you know, small press published and they are amazing books. So, you know, it's just, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited about it. It's a challenge for myself. You know, I've set up this whole like conference summit, whatever you want to call it, you know? And so I'm just excited to get to do it and mostly to hear all the stories behind all of these authors and, you know, why they wrote their book. I mean, Greg, you know yourself, I've had Authors tell me that it's appeared to them in a dream and they got up in the middle of the night and had to write it down. They've had their character names appear to them in their dreams. I've had some that, you know, have taken travel experiences and adventures that they've done and manipulated it into their thrillers, you know. And so it's interesting to see how creative people can be and the inspiration that they get because it's literally from anything. Um, I'm not a writer myself. I don't have a claim to fame on, on being a writer. I just live vicariously through authors because I just, I don't have a creative writing bone in my body like that. I mean, social media copy, Greg, you know, I can do that, that I'm good at <laughs> <laughs> writing a book and the theme and coming up with all of that. You know, I'm envious of, of those that can do it. So I'm, I'm excited to be able to offer it and bring everybody some amazing books this holiday season. So going to be a lot of fun. Well, I know time management is going to be hard to do. How do you plan on doing the time management with that? Okay. So <laughs> that is always a, a subject of concern when you're running any kind of summit, conference, whatever. Um, and realistically, you know, I've kind of braced everybody for it and it's not to be rude or anything in, in that manner, what it really is, is you get 10 to 15 minutes each night. And, you know, if you happen to go over it or something like that, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to use that mute button and be, you know, the power of the mute button I'm going to have to do. But I don't think so. We have some amazing people in there. I really don't think time's going to be an issue. And I mean, you know, they have the opportunity to come back on the December 12th. At 11 a.m., we switched that one up because, you know, I like to be there to put my kids to sleep. And I don't know how long 40 plus authors. It could be, you know, 
several hours long. And so if we did it, you know, in the middle of the day, that seemed to be the smartest. But, you know, I have the mute button. I have a timer. Um, I'm generally pretty good when it comes to, to time and respecting other people's time. You know, um, I grew up military and, you know, if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late, right? So time mm -hmm. management and honoring people's time is a big deal for me. So it's it shouldn't be an issue. Everyone should get their 10 to 15 minutes to talk, depending on how many people are on each night. So it'll be smooth sailing, Greg, smooth sailing. You know me, it's smooth. Right. <laughs> yeah. So do you have certain days that you're just doing certain genres or are you no, mixing it so, up? <clears throat> that what that came up in conversation, you know, if we should just do two or three days of nonfiction, three or four days of fantasy, you know, and then thriller. And really what I wanted to do is I wanted, you know, the viewers and listeners and, you know, replays for them to get something different every day and not only appear for nonfiction because that's what they read, right? So I have different genres of authors on every night. Um, even if it's two nonfiction, they write nonfiction in completely different realms. One is health and one is on wellness and, you know, how to use PRP and how you can find it. Um, so it's more about I want it to be an experience for the authors, right, to meet new authors and build their networking group as much because help authors helping authors is the greatest support system anyone can have. And so I wanted it to be as much as a networking event for them as something that the viewers and listeners will want to come back for every day to see what other genres we have to author. And kind of, you know, because I have mystery thriller, but they each write different mystery, different thrillers, you know. And so if that's your realm, but maybe you like really gory, crazy thriller, you know, serial killers on the loose. So maybe if you like that, then one night might be better than another one that's more contemporary mystery, you know? So we have all kinds and it really is there to keep you wanting to come back to see what else we have to offer. So it's different genres, different authors every night. Some, you know, have a brand new book. Some have 13, some have six different series and some write multi-genres. So you're really going to get you know, over 40 books because they're running a special on one, but they're going to tell you about all of theirs. So collectively, you're probably closer to 100 books you're going to hear about. So I'm excited about it. That is definitely quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's fun, though, because like some of them have audiobooks, right? And some don't. Some are brand new. They're breaking into the scene. And Greg, I mean, you know, when you wrote your book and you broke in and it was your first book and you wrote it, you know, how excited were you in any opportunity to talk about your book? You were there, you know? And I think for them, it's an amazing opportunity to come because they can talk with other authors that are way more experienced, been doing this for years, are published with different publishers, right? And then you have others that are just like you, that are just breaking through the author scene. They're so excited about this book. They can't wait to write their next one and to talk about it. And so there's really wonderful connections for every walk of an authorpreneur you're on. And that was, you know, kind of the whole goal behind it. It was to bring all the readers some amazing books and stuff like that, but it was to help authors build their network because, you know, even in the podcasting realm, Greg, or in business, right? You have to have connections. You got to network, you got to build, you know, this whole empire and the lack of a better word. And so, 
you know, I've been building it for so long with Sandy and on my own. And, you know, we have access to such a large network. I mean, we're probably talking on the conservative side on one platform, 20 plus like or 20,000, you know, viewership on one platform. Right. And it's going to be streamed on three different ones. And so the opportunity there is really just a plethora for everybody. And, you know, we've worked hard to build it and it just seems like the right thing to do to open it up to everybody. And, you know, especially with the holidays coming and the year and stuff, all authors have had in the past two years and stuff. It was like, you know, we should share some of these amazing books and I need to quit being selfish and keeping them to myself. <laughs> So I was like, you know, everyone else needs to read these. So, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. I'm not going to promise that it's going to be, um, you know, smooth sailing. I, I try to do things smooth sailing, but you guys know me. I'm just a hot mess in and of itself. Okay. So I can promise that it's going to be a good time. You're going to hear some amazing stories and you may or, you know, walk away winning a free book. Um, a free membership, you know, because I am giving a one-year membership away to, you know, a writer or whatever on December 12th. You get a one-year membership to Through the Eyes of Authors, and you get to meet these authors. And if you are an author yourself, you get unlimited resources for one year. Um, you know, so you have the opportunity to win, meet, network, do a bunch of stuff. And so that's kind of, you know, it's me. It's my closing out of the year, my year, because... <laughs> After talking to 40 plus people, everyone here listening knows I'm not a giant people person, so I will not be talking to anybody else the rest of the year. Um, but no, I mean, it's just, and I have a special place for authors, especially for indie authors. And so this is, it's very dear to my heart and I'm excited about it and everything that we get to, to provide for them. So I can promise you a good time. I can't promise you... <laughs> You know, time management's going to be smooth sailing. I can't promise that, but I can promise you a fun, a fun time. So, but yeah. Why didn't you do it, Greg? Greg's not on my roster, no. Stephanie. Nope. In case you didn't know, nope. Greg was not on my roster. He decided to pull a Grinch this year, and he was like, "No, Amy, I'm going to be the Grinch. I'm not doing anything." So he's, right. he's not on there. <laughs> no, I've decided I've had other business that I had to take care of this year. Yeah, and, I totally respect that, man. I was just giving you crap because that's what I do. <laughs> I always have mercy, man. Yeah. I tease him. Yeah. She's good at that. <laughs> poke, poke. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Stephanie, have you ever thought of writing a book or have you written a book? No, but I've been told by many of my friends and colleagues, like, you need to write a book just yeah. about your life experiences and just different things. Just, there's just so many monumental things that have happened and, you know, through my voice work and moving around a lot with being bullied and just, I don't know, just, I don't know. It's, I, I feel like my life is kind of like a sitcom because right? like, my daily life is just the weirdest things happen. It's like, I couldn't even write it myself. So, but yeah, I mean, it would be, I mean, I kept a bunch of journals. They're missing in action. I kept journals of everything I did literally for like 10 years. And I wow. could go back. I wrote down everything. I was all about, you know, writing. So I mean, journalism was actually a one of my possible dreams. But yeah, but like just, just through the ups and downs of life, the big stuff, you know, like losing my mom young and addiction issues and just um, trying to fit in as a misfit 
um, yeah, I, I think I would have a lot to say um, as long as the um, the whole idea is to help other people, which is what I feel like a lot of us, our purpose is here to kind of help other people through whatever our talents are so that we can yeah. share that with the world. So, yeah, yeah. I just, I wouldn't, it would be, it would be a big ordeal. Like I would have to start out with my outline and like, I know there's like a process, but everybody probably does it a different way. Right. Yeah. But, yeah writing a book would be good. I, yeah. I just wing it. I just start writing. Yeah. Well, we're That's not the best way for me. Greg. We can't just, just me, like, let this story flow. Yeah. Like, I feel like when you type, like, I, I see the. She just muted herself. My computer <laughs> won't be. I know my computer <laughs> won't be. Um, I feel like so in Briss Almighty, you know, the scene where he's just like typing and it's just like, you know, everything's just blowing away. You know what I'm talking about? That one scene, mm -hmm. I'll have to find it. I feel like when you type your story, that's what it is. I feel like that's the whole scene. You're just like, yes, I got it. And you have like the wind and everything. <laughs> flowing. You're just like, this is going to be great. I feel like that's like you, Greg, when you write. But And, and then I, I have to edit it. I know. And then you have to edit it, yeah. But Stephanie, I hear that all the time about, you know, people say that they, they get told that they have a, a story and, you know, they want it to, to help people and stuff. And so... I hear that yeah. all the time and, you know, people are like, oh, I got to find the time to write it. And how do I write it? You know, and right. all of those things. And that that's one of the, the things for me. Right. So I get told all the time that I should write a book because Stephanie, as you know, I have two kids 13 months apart. I have all this crazy, you know, stuff that I've decided to do to keep me sane. And yeah. you, know, you should just write a book and do all those things. I'd not I'm not creative in that sense. You know, like I could sit here and talk about it and animate it. But for me, I don't know. It takes um, not a special writer, but I have I have to visualize it and have that voice be animated in my head. And I can't convey that in a text. That's why I am not a writer. But I feel mm -hmm. like you you could do that. You know, I have, I always tell people you could do that. I can't help you. But I'm more of just an, an audio. I could tell my story audibly. I guess. Is that even a word, Audily? I got it though. I was like, yeah, Ottawa. Yeah. Ottawa yeah. See, you got yeah. it. It's, it's a word it now. It's a word now. Russell, yes. Russell. It just oh. seems like there'd be like a lot of rough drafts, like rough draft, right? rough draft, rough. Okay, no, marking out. It just seems like the process that you go through to complete the finished product would be you know, very time consuming. But then once you get it done, you're like, yes, it's like, I don't know, you want to like change this and change that. It's kind of like yeah. when in the studio writing a song or or laying down tracks it's like the process is 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 kind of sometimes the best thing about it but at the same time you're wanting to get to your goal you know but like it seems like like i don't know wouldn't you want to just edit the thing to death like oh i shouldn't you know how do you yeah. know when you're really done like this is it this is the yeah. one i've oh. gone through it over and over and over again this is the one right yeah. and see that's yeah. the thing that you hear you have to tell authors all the time is your book will never be up to your standards. It's never going to be perfect. It's yeah. that mm. you will always find flaws in it. You will always want to be changing something. And that's why you can do second editions and third editions. You can change it all you want, you know, but right. if you keep doing that, then you'll never get your book out because it's never going to meet your standards. Right. And so mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting. And that's why I have so much respect for, you know, authors that, 
publish their book and put it out to the world because it really is like a piece of your heart and soul. Like when you write music, yeah. you sing it, you know, you're taking a leap of faith and singing, you know, for tons of people to hear. Right. And it's like, this right. is your heart and soul that you're doing. And so it's, a uh, you become vulnerable with people and you don't know how it's going to be received. And I am, uh -huh. not, I'm not that brave of a person. So I'm just not. So I, kudos right. to you because I couldn't do that either. I sing in the shower and I feel like I'm a fantastic singer. But, you know, yeah. in reality, I know that I'm not. And I'm not going to sing in front of a lot of people. But, right. you know, it's, it's the same. It's like the same realm. I'm not I'm not brave enough to do that. So, yeah, I have respect for everyone that, that can do that. So, well, that's I, what I did after when I had my first book come out is I, I kept editing. I kept changing. It's like, OK, OK, OK. And finally, right. I said, if I keep doing this, it's never going to get out there. So right. it's like, finally, just just let it go. Go with the flow. See what people Nitpick think. it to death. Like, oh no, I shouldn't mm -hmm. have that one, even like one little word. I know because I do parodies and jingles. And so I'm like trying to write lyrics and mm -hmm. it's like, you can just like edit, 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 edit to death. And it's like, when is it going to really be like, okay, this is the one. Yeah. When are you just going to mm -hmm. be like, okay, I'm done. This Especially is. Especially if you're a perfectionist. It's like, oh no, 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 yeah. this would be better. This would be better. Like, when do you like draw the lines? That takes, that's very time consuming. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's a so. labor of love. You know, it's like, that's what you do. You put your time into it and then you want the finished yeah. product to be like your baby, you know? Yeah. That's why like everyone always says, I never understood this until I worked really closely with someone on their book. And it really was, you know, everyone always tells me, you know, when you publish a ba uh, a book, it's like birthing a baby, you know, cause that's your heart and soul and everything. Yeah. I never got that. I'm like, no, y'all don't know what it's like. Like, no, that's nothing like it. But it, it truly is. And the, the only way that, you know, it took me so long to understand that. But it was really because you you really are leaping out and you're putting your heart and soul out there. And, you know, it's like mm -hmm. when you're a child and that's just like you have to trust them and make their own decisions and make their stupid mistakes. Right. But it's like it really is kind of like that. So it took me forever. I I can admit it. You know, <laughs> it took me forever to understand. I'm like, no, you guys, it's not like. Mm -mm. But now I, I understand how it is. And it it truly is. You know, for anyone that writes lyrics, a book, you know, jingles, anything like that, it really is, like you said, Stephanie, like a labor of, of love. And it's just so personal. And it, you know, you wouldn't think so. People that write, you know, about like serial killer thrillers, you're like, how is this personal? And you're like, no, it it, it is. Like, I'm attached to this person, you know? And yeah. I've authors that are, you know, when they have to kill off a character, I don't think CJ's like this. CJ is, is you know, the literary assassin and doesn't kill about killing people off. But I have some right. people that will cry when they kill off a character and they get so attached to them and everything like that. And so it's, you know, it's, it's just, I don't know. You get attached to everyone. Russell. Yes, you do have coming out too. I am waiting for them. Russell. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. So Russell little, you guys, he's the one who's Facebook user. He right. is a dear friend of mine. We do a lot of work together. We have a show together. And he has an amazing book. He's re he rewrote it, and he's working on two and three. He does uh, mystery thrillers. Murder, murder for me is the first book of his, and the second one is uh, Russell. Is it Killing Thoughts? What's the name of your second one, or did you change it? I've known him for years. He is amazing. He doesn't want people yeah. to know who he is. That's why he's Facebook user. <laughs> um, he's you know, Facebook user. Yeah. yeah, I call that. Yeah, but I mean, it's he's not participating in my 12 days either, but that's because his books are now. 
So I forgive you, Russell. I forgive you. Um, <laughs> At yeah. least she forgives you, Russell. <laughs> I forgive you when you misspelled my name. Killing by storm. Thank you. I thought it was killing killer killer thoughts, but I like killing by storm. That's a good one, Russell. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So Stephanie, what kind of books do you like? Um, I like uh, devotionals. I like uh, um, books about life after death. Um, I lost my mom when I was really young. And so I like mm. to, you know, kind of I dive into a lot of the spiritual books about okay. purpose of life. It's kind of deep. But yeah. Heavy stuff, but like I find it to be very fascinating and interesting. Well, so that. I have an author for you. Actually, yeah. I've read... <laughs> And Greg knows who I'm going to say. I've read two of his books and he writes all kinds of books. He's multi-genre, but he has this one book that's uh, my first last year by Roger Leslie. And he lives every day as if it was his last day for an entire year. And it's him having this conversation with God. And it is an amazing book. It will change your life. I read that book once a year and it truly is an amazing an amazing book. Um, I am also a huge Roger Leslie fan. He writes books on, you know, movies and, and stuff like that, but he does write the spiritual, uh, devotional kind of books and he's amazing. So. Wow. I would like to hear more about that. Thank you. See, And he will be on on December 6th. Um, Oh, wow. That's great. Okay. um, Yeah. His books is amazing and so you know to talk about some of the authors you know we'll talk about roger leslie i love roger leslie dearly this man is for me the has the attitude on life that everybody should have um he wants to help people he's inspirational but he is so kind-hearted and it's just genuine and he really did he spent an entire day living every day as if it was his last day and had the conversation with God and he wrote this book and it is just an amazing book. And he encourages people, you know, every day to see something good in every day that came about and to be thankful and grateful for it. You know, right. you, you truly don't know what's going to happen in this book. Right. I mean, it's one of those, you have to read it once a year. It's an amazing book, but he is just to know him as a person. I feel so honored to, call Roger Leslie, my friend. I mean, it, he's amazing. Um, right. and Greg knows Greg has heard Roger talk. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, he is probably for me has the deepest books on the 12 days because they are, you know, inspirational. And, um, I mean, he has his movie books and everything like that, but his first last year helps him launch courses to help people kind of live the life that they want to live, you know, and appreciate life, which is his fly course first last year. Um, and he truly is just a beautiful soul. There's no better way to describe Roger than just a beautiful human and soul. Um, and you know, I've had the pleasure of calling him my friend for years. And so it's definitely an amazing, an amazing journey. Mm-hmm. with him but yeah i mean he would be like the perfect fit for you so i can yeah, put you in contact like... with, with roger you know you guys can yeah. have a conversation because i think i could listen to that man talk all day um but yeah mm-hmm. he is amazing yeah see cj you know roger too he's, yeah he's amazing um yeah so there's uh yeah i mean there's that i have a virtual reality game 
Well, not it's a virtual reality game in a book format, and it's a theme park. And it's kind of like a you know a virtual reality theme park that you can go, but there's so much action and creativity in this book. The book's called Spark by Pat Daly. He'll be on December 1st. And it really is one of those where I finished the book and I called him and I was like, so when are you going to make this theme park? Um, <laughs> it's an amazing, an amazing sci-fi book. Um, so if you're into that, I highly recommend that if anyone likes virtual reality, anything uh -huh. like that. I don't, right. I like virtual reality. I would love to hear everyone else's opinion on this, Greg. I'd love to hear yours and Stephanie's. I do virtual reality, but sometimes it's so real that I can't decipher. And I don't like that. That scares me. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't know if this is real. I know I have a headset on. So I have to like remind myself, you know, yeah. but if it's too real for me, I'm out. Like no. yeah. you're, you're, you're asking the person who couldn't walk the plank at esports. I, I don't know why I asked <laughs> you. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> uh, just, it does get very real and it does affect yeah. your mind, even though you know you have those on. Yeah. Like, it's not real, man. It's not real. I know. You it have to feel real, looks real. Yeah. And I think that's that for me. His book does that for me, you know, and like I can get so engulfed in it where I was just like, oh, Pat, like, mm, I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing. We have that. We have um, <laughs> horror and suspense coming on we have historical fiction um on top of that we also have uh cj peterson's going to be on december 9th talking about all of her books her sands of time trilogy cj correct me because i know that that was wrong um she'll be on talking about her books we got urban fantasy we have this one book i actually have his book launch is on monday and he'll be on on december 11th and his book is called The Six Month Honeymoon. And his book is, he was, he just called me the other day and we were talking about his book and writing his book. It's a six month honeymoon with him and his wife. And they traveled and went all over the place. I mean, they went all the way from like Germany, London, all the way down to like South Africa. They traveled all over for six months, you know, and they get into all kinds of crazy things. He like runs away from the cops. This like this man, you would never picture this man. I even told him, I was like, Ooh, I think I'll look at you a different way. <laughs> so Dr. Warnard's book is, you know, the six month honeymoon. And it is an amazing book because I would not look at this man as someone that would, you know, try to outrun the police and just live wild and crazy. I'm like, man, I don't know you. You are not the same person I'm talking to. Um, but we have his book coming on. Um, we have Meg Hofdahl, who's been on the Con Hour. Greg, she'll mm -hmm. be on talking about her books. Kelly Lynn Colby will be on. Fern Brady with United Vidden, um, which if you guys don't know, how many of you guys are Doctor Who fans? Greg, are you a Doctor Who fan? So, so. Yeah. Are you a Doctor Who fan, Stephanie? I'm not, but I met Doctor Who in, in uh, Australia in 2018. Like, the, Oh, the my actors. goodness. Yeah, Welcome. I was all excited. I was like, I got to get a picture with you because I was one of the guests, too. But I was like, yeah, it's like I'm not worthy. But he was like, he was definitely the big headliner for that oh event. Oh, my gosh. So oh, I need yeah. to put you in contact with Fern. So there's a Doctor Who I don't know if it's like a fan group or what. It's a huge network of Doctor Who fans. 
And they right. actually uh, reviewed and rated her book and said that her book uh, was um, on the same level as Dune and should be a movie. And so she's going to be on, which is going to be amazing. And then, you know, we have awesome, awesome ones. We have Rosemary Pooley, who has a book on, it's a Southern Gothic genre. Greg, have you ever heard of that genre? I've never heard of a Southern Gothic. I haven't either. So she pitched it to me as a historical fiction because I know that genre. But Southern Gothic, I was like, I don't know this. but it's Southern Gothic. Yeah. Wow. Um, so it takes place in New Orleans. And so I, uh, it has some dark elements and stuff to it. But I'm very fascinated to see how that one ends. I actually started the audiobook on my journey to my mom. So I'll let you know at the end. But I, I hated to hit that, that pause button. Yeah. Does it have like voodoo in it? Yeah, man, it's just cool. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. It's just cool. <laughs> it's a cool book. Like I would never, I wouldn't picture Southern Gothic, but then when I listened to her book and then she told me it, I was like, okay, I can see it. Like I can see the dark, gloomy aspect of it. You know, that would take place in New Orleans, which makes it Southern. You know, I could, I could get the vibe from it. I haven't finished it, so I don't know if there's voodoo in it. I haven't finished it. I'm um, just picturing Marie LeBeau in part of this. <laughs> yeah but i mean it's we have all kinds of genre servant we also have kids authors you know we have a uh, a lady julie roth who wrote a book on sight words you know that you know she has a youtube channel and it's all the things that she did to help her son you know he had a a, a speech delay and so it was all creative ways on how to learn the first 50 sight words and so her book is all about the adventures of learning sight words you know for kids my my kids age and a little bit older um, we have son called Sandy Boy that is about, you know, a horse that goes on the adventure. Um, I have another children's book that's like a, a Christian educational book, you know. So we have all kinds. I mean, we have devotional, Christian, educational, kids fiction, all the way to, you know, horror, tons of gore. I mean, literally everything. And you have everything on every night. I mean, I've got nonfiction with a historical fiction and a children's author, you know? So, I mean, right. we have all kinds of books every night to make everybody feel included and not just a certain genre. And that was the whole goal was everyone gets something that they want listening to it. You right. Know, it appeals mm -hmm. to everybody instead of, you know, I love my fiction writers and my fantasy writers, and that is a heavy, heavy genre, but there's some amazing nonfiction and historical fiction books, you know? And so it was... Yeah. It was awesome. And I think it's um, one of those things. So it is the first 11 days. I feel like I should write this down. So the first 11 days is 7 p.m. Central, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. If you're in another time zone, you got to let me know because I got to do math. And math's not my strong suit. Um, and then on the, <laughs> on the 12th day, it's at 11 a.m. Central, 12 Eastern, and 9 Pacific. Um, and that was just to make sure if all 40 plus authors wanted to come on that day, it is optional. But if they wanted to come on, we had enough time instead of going from like seven to 10, you know, at night on a Sunday, you know, you're getting the kids mm -hmm. ready for school the next day. You're going to bed early, cooking dinner, all of those things. Maybe that's just my household. But um, <laughs> so we did it at, you know, 11, which I know not everyone's going to be able to attend, but you can always watch the replay. All of these promotions are going to be good from the day that they're on all the way through the 12th days you have until the 12th day or the 13th at midnight to get their promotions that they're running. So they're, they will be good that way. 
um, a lot of them are going to, you know, autograph your book if you buy it from their website. And what better gift to have than an autographed book? Um, right. A lot of these authors have been in, you know, book lovers delight that we have sent out and they've all been autographed. Um, so it's one of those things where it's just, why wouldn't you get a book for Christmas that you want to read and jump out and dive into something new or just hear the authors talk? Like how many of you guys actually get to meet the authors of books. I mean, I do because I work with them. <laughs> it's not something that you get, especially with COVID. Not many of them are doing book signings or meeting grades and, and stuff yeah. more. And it seems like it, that's a thing of like the past, you know, like the big celebrities will do that. Yeah. Cause they'll draw in a big crowd, but the smaller guys aren't doing that. And so it's, it's one of those where it's kind of a rare opportunity that you get to hear from them and, and talk. Cause authors are besides Greg, Authors are very introverts. They don't like to to talk a whole lot. Greg, you're not an introvert. Don't even act like you're an introvert because you're not. I'm just sitting here listening today. <laughs> yeah, I could talk about well, authors all day, man. I've, I've well, worked with authors for ten years. Well, one thing I think Stephanie and I would like to know, since we're going to be busy and somewhere else on December fourth, mm-hmm. yeah, who's going to be on December fourth? Who's going to be on? Talking about NerdCon? Oh, we'll be at NerdCon, but Amy oh. won't be able to make it with her show. Oh, I won't be able to make it. Um, let me pull yeah. up my schedule so I can tell you who's going to be on. Oh, on the next con hour? No, on the uh, her December 4th schedule. Yeah, so so, We'll be at NerdCon. Who's going to be on her yeah, show? Yeah, so on December 1st, I have Teresa Cody, who or Dr. Teresa Cody, she owns a wellness center out in Sugarland, and she wrote a book on PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma, which is actually found in your blood. Um, dentists have been using it, and uh, veterinarians have been using it for a really long time. And what it is is, um, like I said, it's it's found within your blood, and you can use it to heal like scars, to heal heal pain. Sandy Lawrence has done it for the pain she has in her neck. And it, you know, is really kind of you healing yourself. And that's the title of her book is You Healing You. Um, she offers it. She's in the Houston area, but she has, you know, research studies that she's done and everything like that. So that's her book. I have Red O'Laughlin who's coming on to talk about his health books. He has several of them. I have Julie Roth on that night who was the children's author I was mentioning that has a book called G's Big Adventure. It's just 50 sight words. And then I have a historical fiction book by Maria Elena, who wrote a book on a prostitute that came over from Louisiana to Galveston. Um, Back in the day, she was considered a high-end one. She probably charged $300 an hour, which now would be over $3,000. And it's uh, like her journey and her story. I believe there's mystery and stuff involved in that. Um, so her book will be featured that night as well. So those are going to be your four authors for December 4th. Um, like I said, Roger Leslie, Stephanie will be on December 6th. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's who you guys can look forward to. But you guys are going to be having a good time at NerdCon, which James, <laughs> I am so sorry I don't get to attend. So NerdCon was my first convention I ever went to. It got me into the convention realm and I have just loved it ever since. And so they hold a dear place in my heart for NerdCon. And I'm really sad that I don't get to be there, but I would literally be falling asleep at seven if I went to NerdCon and I gotta, I gotta have some kind of energy for this seven o'clock thing. So I won't be able to make that, but I'm very jealous that you guys get to go. Yeah. Well, I'll do some interviews just for you, Amy. Thank yeah. you. 
Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. We'll include you the best we can. Definitely. Stephanie, I told Greg, what was it, Greg, on Tuesday? I told him I would mail him a cardboard life-size cutout of me if he would just take it around and put it on the other end as if I was there. He wouldn't do that. I think he said something he was going to throw stuff at it. So no, we get pictures of you. We get pictures with you with everybody. With right? That. I mean, that was the goal. I was, I'll invest in the cardboard cutout and mail it to you or just have it right. where you can pick it up. But no, he said he was, yeah. what did you say, Greg? You were going to throw stuff at it. Well, I mean, after <laughs> all, what was it you said? Have people throw stuff at me at the Ren Fest? Oh, well, that was different. Well, you they, yeah, they have weapons name. at the Ren Fest. <laughs> well, this was different, though. You were misspelling my name several times. It wasn't just once. No, it was no, twice no. during the same show. No, was it twice during the same show? Yes. Yes, it was, Greg. I and then was... you sent me a mess at, then you sent me a text message and you misspelled <sighs> it and then you corrected it. So it was three times, Greg, twice during the show and once in a text message. So oh, man. Yeah. three times. See, so okay. it's, oh, now, but it no. hasn't been any more than that. I feel like that's Russell. Russell, that ain't, that's not cool, Russell. You know me. You've known me for a long time. Yeah. That's Russell. That's just, mm -mm. Russell, it is you. <laughs> That man's known me for so long. He's just doing it to be uh, a bully. Russell, <laughs> I'm glad you're not on my 12 days, Russell. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. No, I'm excited for his books to come out. He'll be on next year. That's for sure. I'm going to make him be on next year to talk about his books. Yeah. Russell, yeah. Russell's a fun person to talk with. I I've love Russell. I've author talk several times. I love him he, dearly. He's fun. Yeah, he's a good person. He loves me. That's why he misspelled my name on purpose. <laughs> yes. He's no mercy, well, exactly. I know yeah. we have NerdCon coming up on December 4th, which I'll be doing recording at. Believe it or not, Yay. I don't have a table there this year. I'm just oh. going to be doing recordings. Okay. Well, that'll fill I your do, schedule. Yeah. I do have a, I do believe I have a panel. I was told at 2 p.m. for podcasting, which will be right. fun. So that will be fun. But December schedule, I am so looking forward to December schedule. We have the Iron Maidens coming on December 2nd. Yes. We have a returning guest, Tara Tinsley, on December 11th, who's a Christian country singer. Love her music. And I believe she, I believe she might, I don't want to make any promises, do a couple of Christmas songs for us. And then we have, if you haven't listened to her, I would say definitely go listen to her. Anale Pamir, a wonderful singer. And I just, her song just, it's just amazing. I can't say any other words than just amazing with her voice. Right. And we might get her to sing a couple of songs for us. And she'll be on December 23rd, I believe. If not wow. 23rd, 21st. So it's going to be right before Christmas. No, right before. Yeah. So definitely looking forward to that. We might have a couple of recordings. I won't say by who yet. <laughs> but we're looking forward to having some recordings that we might be able to put up for people. And okay. basically, we're trying to have a, a Christmas month, family-type month for December. Yeah. Of course, the Iron Maidens, December 2nd, we're just going to rock it into the Hey, <laughs> but with all that being said, El Ariachi is going to be on for that show. I'm pretty yes. sure he's taking time off of work to be on for that show. <laughs> so that's going to be a ton of fun. 
But no, your December lineup is amazing. They are all amazingly talented people. Like I said, I feel like I sound good in the shower, but these people, you know, they blow <laughs> me out the water. They literally <laughs> do. So no, I think yeah. it's exciting. It's going to be a funny, a funny and an awesome time, an amazing lineup. And December is just going to be busy for everybody yeah holiday shopping mm -hmm. listening to the con hour why you holiday shop i mean we can yeah. do entertainment you know to get through the stress of the holiday shopping that's right. always a bonus exactly yes. exciting and though I, yeah i do have a start to january's lineup i won't say who yet but okay I'm, i might be doing some voice actors for january okay bring bring in the bring in the year with voices new voices yeah. that you haven't heard i love it so yeah let me know how i can help if i can help with you with that oh definitely i'll, yeah. I'll probably be talking to you on december 4th got some <laughs> connections yeah and I'm, I'm sure we'll be around <laughs> we'll be having the best day ever so i'm really looking forward to that by the way thanks for having well, me you know for me it's going to be like a like a family reunion steve and right. is going to be there you're going to be there it's going right. to be like part of comic conroe all over again right it is it's going to be a little section of it no we've got the og dragon ball z ladies coming so that's going to be really mm -hmm. fun those are like my girls my posse yeah. og think, yeah tiffany's going to be there i can't mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not going to try to pronounce last names to embarrass myself today oh no <laughs> Mo, it's, it's going to be fun those are my ladies yeah dragon ball z og We've got uh, mm -hmm. Cynthia Krantz, Linda Young, Tof Tiffany Bulmer, and myself, Stephanie Nadalny. Wow. We're all buds. Yep. We've been doing a lot of appearances lately, and this is going to be fun because we'll be all at the same place at the same time. So, oh, no, see, that's just not fair. I don't get to, that's just not fair. I, we'll, we'll have to do, <laughs> we need to move it. Can we move it to like another day so I can come? Like, right. I know. Oh my and God. It's a one day event. So it's like, yeah. there you go. Gotta get there. Greg, I'm going to mm -hmm. mail you my cardboard cutout and I need you to, <laughs> I need you to pass me around, okay? Just We're going to take pictures with your cutout. Uh, <laughs> it's like I'm there. Uh, come on, Greg. This is Amy. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll put it next to... I'll put it next to Stephanie for the first half of the day, and then next to Steve for the second half of the day. Yeah, right. see, we need to do that because at Comic Conroe, I talked to Steve. I never got a chance to talk to Stephanie, and I so know. I never really got to do that. And the first time I really talked to Stephanie was when you had her on the con hour. She was the guest on the con hour. And right. that was the first time. And I was like, man, I'm the like odd wheel out because you guys all like knew each other. And I was like, I don't know her. But yeah, you know, one of things. So yes, put my cardboard cut out there and just randomly every now and then act like you're me and, and talk for me, Greg. Yes, we will. <laughs> we'll capture the, the moment for you. We'll capture all the moments. There you go. Yes, I hate to miss out, but. Yeah, if we could just have a clone to be two places, three places at once, I'm sure we would all do it. I think so. I think I would. I'd be able to accomplish a lot more in a day. My house would probably be a lot cleaner if I could clone oh. myself. It would be yeah. <laughs> cleaning. Yeah. Well, What's that? Well, here's, a, I know, here, right? here's a question. Would you be able to remember it, though, with your own clone? That would be the part, because then you wouldn't yeah. have fun if you sent your clone to go do something. If you couldn't experience now, it I, who said my yeah. clone wouldn't do, you know, December fourth lineup, and I would be there. You wouldn't know. You, right. it would be like, <laughs> it'd be like a cool mystery to figure out: is this the real Amy or is this the clone Amy? Which one is it? And it'd be like right. the mystery of the day, you know. And then it gets revealed at the end of the day, and it'd be great. I which like it. Which? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Someone needs to invent what is it? Um, clonership, whatever. 
Yeah, uh, machine. That's what someone needs to invent, and then I have no problem testing it out. I'll be the, the guinea pig. We'll right. make it happen. I'm down for it. We've you know, come up with words today. I'm like trying it. to think who was in it, but they actually made a movie about that. I don't know if it was Michael Keaton or not, but each each clone ended up being because of it was a copy. Each clone oh. ended up being worse than the copies don't come out perfect each time. And then yeah. the clone made a copy of himself and then oh et cetera and et cetera. There's another one though called the Island and they were clones and like a utopia. They weren't real people. They were a clone. That movie is great. I vaguely remember that movie though, but I remember it was wow. a good movie back in the day. Um, yeah, they've made several movies about clones. So then you would think we'd be able to clone people. They've made all these movies. Why can't we clone people? How are we what not is... really doing it? Right? What is well, they've about? actually, they've cloned sheep, but I don't think they're coming out, like I said, perfectly. And they want well, everything you know, to be perfect. Nah. Well, nobody is. That was perfect. That was perfect. Thank you. Let's yeah. call me Step Honey. <laughs> Step honey. Couldn't help it, guys. But yeah, I don't how do they expect things to be perfect when nothing is perfect? Everything yeah. Has flaws yeah. and stuff. But who knows? What I'm if just... my clone comes out better than me? You just you never know. It totally could happen. Then like people could like my clone better than me, which would give me a break. But that's like perfect. not really me though. I know. Eventually true. I would probably get tired of it, but you know. It would be like that would be the more desirable person. So then being like, yeah. okay, I could right. I can sleep in and be great. Yep. Someone needs to do this. Like this would be great. Please reach out to me and I will be your guinea pig. I have no problem. Yes. Yes. We'll, we'll do it for free. Just yeah. to see if it works and how it works. <laughs> exactly. Right. No harm, no foul. It's okay. We can do it. Yeah. I like well, it. Been, I did actually watch the first episode of the Wheel of Time series. Ooh. Which I will say it. All, all first shows start out slow. It's been 20 years since I've read the book. Okay. But I will say it was actually pretty good. Was it? If you have not seen Wheel of Time. The first episode was pretty good. I haven't seen the other three that they have out. But the first episode was almost to the story perfectly. And they did not make it x-rated which i like well so break down the wills of time for me because i have neither seen it nor read the book so what is it about i know oh, you haven't read robert jordan's it's basically the women they they're called the sadai who use the magic okay. and men can't men can't touch the magic Ooh. because they will go mad they okay. lose their sanity but they have what they call the dragon reborn which was one male who could use the magic for longer periods of time. I don't know if he went mad or not, because out of the 20 book series, which I will say each book was about seven to 800 pages. Oh. I read about six of them so far. It's so maybe oh seven. Out of 20? The books, are, the books are about that thick each. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They're like Harry Potter books. Oh. Uh, and there's 20 of them. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. How do you carry uh, out a series like that of 20 books? And it's like constant the whole time. Yeah. That is, that's fascinating. He's a, he was a very good author. He passed away and I think they had somebody finish the last book. Oh, mm -hmm. oh wow. And Man, they just now released it. I think last year she finally 
his wife finally released it to being able to be made into a movie and Amazon took it up and they started it. Wow. But I will say it is very good. And like I said, it, it, I know a lot of people are like the women leads and this is a lot of women lead in it. Yeah. Because like I said, only the women can touch the magic. They're the ones with the most power. Men go mad that they use it. It's excellent. He, he did very good in writing the books. And so, far, and so far, it is keeping up with the books. Oh, even on better. The, on the first series. I haven't really seen the, like I said, yeah. the other three that they have out. And I think it's going to be eight or nine episodes. In each one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it, though, when they're more, they honor more of the book than trying to make it their own because the book is what inspired them to film it, you know? Mm-hmm. I like it when it's truer to the book than their own vision of it. I think it, it makes for better movies and shows and stuff. And mm-hmm. the graphics, the graphics are excellent. Wow. I'm going to have to check it out, man. That sounds awesome. I'm all for but- it. Before it gets too late, I do have a few errands that I have to run today, even though it's a little drizzly outside. Yeah. I know. I want to thank everybody for being on. Stephanie, thank you for co-hosting with me today. Thank you for having me. I, I missed you guys. This is fun. Let me know when the next one is. Anytime. Oh, you just let yeah. us know when you want to be on and you yeah. <laughs> kind of hang out. Like yes. it's got, you know, the con hour clan, you know, I can kind of yeah. be in the outskirts. No, you're go. in the clan. You're not in the You're outside. in the clan. You're in the clan. <laughs> well, I'm here to support you guys, too. You know, regardless uh, of whatever I'm doing you. with my voice work, I definitely, you know, want to pr- support you guys with all your writing and all of the things that you're doing. And I think it's awesome that you have this this forum so that you can reach out and um, talk about all these things that, you know, are part of your heart. It's your passion, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. And I know I'll see you next Saturday. Is it next I know. Saturday already? It's next Saturday. I live in Houston, by the way. Well, spring. So I'll definitely, it'll be fun to kind of go back. When I say that, I mean like when I was little. Yeah. I lived there until I was like, I don't know, age five to eight or something like that. But it's kind of like I'm going back home. I guess I need to embrace Texas as my home state now, even though I was born in Tennessee. But we're all looking forward to it and we're promoting it. A lot of stuff on social media. Really looking forward to seeing everybody that can make it out. Make it make it a success. And uh, we're all excited. The voice actors, we're all friends. So we're excited about appearing together. I love old, it. Nice. Old school style. It's going to be OG. so much fun. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Well, everyone, we will see you on Tuesday with our regular show. And then on Thursday with the Iron Maidens. And then Saturday, yeah. I'll be doing some recording. Yay. And everyone, y'all have a good day. And adios. Bye, everybody. Bye. Enjoy the day.